Good evening, lady and gentlemen. Your ears do not deceive you. This is pure audio pornography flowing forth from your speakers. That's because it's time for another episode of the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Glucker, and joining me, as always, is Blake Cubic Zirconium Wrong. Blake, that's a stretch. No, that that's a good a one. There's a Z in there. How yeah, you doing this somewhere. evening? Because you're not exactly a diamond yet, but maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll grow up to be a beautiful swan, Jeff. There you go. You're already a beautiful swan. I know. I am. Um, Damn straight I am. Enough of your prattle, though, because <laughs> we got a, a guest this evening, folks. Uh, allow me to introduce Mr. Motoman himself, George Nataris. George, thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. I'm a little concerned by that intro, though. I'm sitting next to a cubic zirconia. Yeah, and I'm the diamond over here. Oh, <laughs> But oh, I'm in the shit. rough. And I'm this is to be not discovered. the kind of sandwich I wanted to be in. <laughs> it is quite the sandwich. This is the and breakfast what goes good sandwich. With sandwiches? Beer. Absolutely. Well, George, beer goes good with everything. What did you bring tonight? I brought you a little something from my bra- background in München, Deutschland. Nice. Paulana Hefeweizen. Prost. That's a very German last name, so that makes sense. Well, <laughs> Herr Glucker. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um, I think it's like Polish or no, I think it's Polish right. or Austrian. Listen, don't Polish get Pol- don't get Glucker started on Germany. He was just there last week, so. I know. Well, there's actually a chain, there's a, a school for gymnasts in Germany called the Glucker Schule. So yeah, there's a gymnastics <laughs> academy with my last name. So you, you got sticker? that going for you if this automotive thing doesn't work out. I want a t-shirt. <laughs> I want to be their mascot, something like that. Uh, along with the polliner, I've brought some cans of so Ballast Point makes Sculpin in cans now, and it is just as good in the bottle, and it's a wonderful treat for summer. So it'll keep it nice and cool in your hand. Now, do we get sponsorship money for the beer thing? Um, we really need sponsorship Dear money. Lord, I hope so. And if Stone or Russian River are listening, please give me all your money. So well, Actually, don't even I'm give me money. I'm going to send an invoice to these guys in Germany. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. I, I would take Polliner every week. That's fine Absolutely. with me. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm an Great. IPA guy, but Polliner's delicious. Okay. Um, so we're going to move on from beer, and we're going to start talking about cars, because that's what this show cars. is supposed to be about. I don't know anything about cars. I like cars. Blake, you know anything cars about cars? Cars are cool. Cars are cool. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, cars rule, guys. So to start it off, uh, we start talking about new cars. new cars. Even though we all know that old cars are cooler, yes. new cars we think and are And they cool depreciate too. less. That's true. That is. That's a very good point. Some of them some even go actually, up in value. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we were just chatting about some Porsches that go. One up of my friends randomly speaking of old cars that go up in value. My friend is a vice president for a commercial bank, so he has very wealthy clients. One of those clients accidentally sent him an email that him, so his client and a friend are going back and forth about a seventy-one Daytona, and he accidentally sent it to my friend. He's like, "What do you think about the value on this one?" And it's going for like one point four. But the guy before in the change, like, is like, "Oh." Blah, blah, blah. Aston Martins are stupid. This is what you want, even though it's 35% over. It was like two finance guys talking about a Daytona. It was a really weird peek into a world that's not, not completely here for unattainable me. Did you for get, all of us. Did you get the spreadsheet that, that will chart the course of the value I wish, of this thing? I wish, but I was impressed that the guy was actually pretty right about a Daytona value. Even though it's one of my favorite Ferraris, yeah. it's not $1.4 million. I think Jeff just snorted some cocaine unless it was, just uh, talking about those guys. Unless it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, where's that car? Oh, in the uh, Franconi Museum? There's the one that was going to be owned by Cher or something like oh, that? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe that one by some that, crazy I think that car is up at Gooding this coming up this summer. Is it really? I think it is. Huh. I actually have a very depressing story about old cars and values. If you'd like to go over it in the old car section, we can Actually, since we're digressing, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm sure you guys have heard of Haggerty's Cars That Matter, the, yes, the, the value guide. Well, my buddy is the guy that, that produces that book. Cool. And uh, I moved to California back in 2006, and I'm looking for a hoopty. You know, to get a car and get me around. So I turned up at a Saturn dealership because I, I think I was going to get a Saturn <laughs> Sky Redline, right? Oh, lovely. Okay. And at a Saturn dealership, they got a 71, no, it was a 73 Pontiac Catalina convertible. 
Hell yeah. With like, it's like a Saturn Sky. It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> same it's thing. totally like a Saturn Sky. Well, it opens sky. the windows the same way. Saturn Sky yeah. fits in the trunk. This yeah. thing is in piss green. With the white, like, vinyl stripe down the if side. If you piss green, I think you have issues. It's, well, yeah, you probably see a Dude, I got a lot of issues. <laughs> right. Pissing green's the last nice. one of them. So he, this guy says they got 87,000 miles on it. We just got it. And it was really in nice shape. And I said, how much do you want for it? The guy says, well, I think we want 7,800. So I, I don't know what the hell these things are worth. Right. So I called Dave. I said, I got 7,800. He goes, you get your ass back there. I will give you the money. Wow. You're going to buy it. We're going to take it to Barrett, and we're going to sell it for twenty five grand. What? I thought he was nuts. Right. He's an old man now, so I thought <laughs> he was nuts. Well, sure enough, I go back the next day to go sell it, to go buy the car for sale because he's giving me the money to buy it. Sold. Oh, of course. I later, P.S., maybe six months down the road, some guy did buy the car, took it to Barrett-Jackson, and sold it for thirty grand. Oh. Thirty grand. That's crazy. Seventy eight hundred. Thirty grand. That, that was in like more, two months. That is a terrible story. That was piss de- green. Yeah. That is a terrible story. That was more depressing than Chindra's list. It's a, it's a good. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I bring to your podcast. Yes. Depressing stories. Beer gets, well, on that Blake, bombshell, Blake gets some German beer in him, and he's already talking about Schindler's list. Hey, Jesus. you're you're the German ones let's here. You're making to, that association. Let's move on to new cars. We have a file on you, babe. Doing weird <laughs> hand signals that I don't want to talk Fear about. Fear making you talk. So new car stuff. Apparently, Ford is once again offering a sport truck. It's going to yes. be a 2014 F-150 Tremor. Tremor. Right. Should sell but well it's not called the Tremors, so it's market. not like the cheesy movie series. <laughs> Tremors? The Tremors. first one was funny. Um, right. this, so this thing, basically, it has a 3.5 liter EcoBoost V6, 365 horse, 420 torque, and a 410 rear axle. Uh, could be cool. Could be I, lame. I, I, I saw it tell. this week. Yeah? It was up there at the Proving Grounds when they, when they released it. I got to tell you, I am not much of a truck guy. Okay. But there is a cool factor to this thing because it's short. Okay. It's all about length. Ladies, no, it's all about length. And here's short works for <laughs> yeah. sport trucks. But for this car, for some reason, I got to tell you, you look at this thing. It's got the FX4 graphics, it's got the FX4 suspension, it's got the E diff all standard, but you got 420 pound feet of torque. Right. And I don't know how, I mean, I'd love to tell you what the weight difference was, but. If you don't have the FX4 in the rear doors, you got to be losing a couple hundred pounds at yeah. least. Yeah, that's true. So right there, it's got something going yeah. for it. I recently drove a Ford F-150 King Wrench Edition. Is that like $80,000? <laughs> no, it was... I, I, How many I, head I have the do you have, Blake? Um, 17, actually. <laughs> How we big run a very wrench? successful <laughs> wrench in yeah. operation in Camarillo. Blake Hurst. And, uh, like Hurst. <laughs> yeah, um, that actually, that truck is pretty great. It's um. The it's seats, wonderfully ridiculous. The seats actually kind of look like the uh, if you like poured out the if you poured out the ballast point, it would actually look like that. That's yeah. the color of the seats. Just like yeah. delightful brown. Yes. Do like you, you want to lick it. Hagman consulted on that car before he passed. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about we more new cars? We are moving on to the next. How new about car the three-cylinder fu- Fiesta? <laughs> actually, oh, don't mention Fiesta. Actually, actually, no. We talk about that car a lot because I love that car. Okay. But we're moving on to something more British. Um, oh, you, okay, now you know me. I love British. There cars. you go. TVR might be back. Oh. Uh, and their slogan, I love TVRs <laughs> because they're supposed to be batshit crazy cars. Can I tell you another story? But yes. a TVR story. This if you time? have a TVR story, we'd love to. So hear. Um, I gave my mother a line of shit many years ago <laughs> and told her that my career takes me to England, and I was going to move for a job. Which, like, as you can understand, you lived in England. That yeah. was complete crap. Oh, totally. I went over there because I wanted to buy a Lotus Elise. That's Wonderful. when you couldn't buy them here. Okay. And the first generation. I couldn't yet. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. second. Second. Oh. It'd be like two thousand two. Around okay. that time. So I said to myself, do I really want an Elise or do I want a TVR? Yeah. Like, do I get a Tuscan? I mean, come oh, on. Yeah. How cool is a right. Tuscan? Swordfish. Yeah. yeah I, you got to have that car. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go drive the TVR. The Tuscan. only car that looks cool and like 
color changing purple. Oh my god! The only car that was cool when John Travolta drives it. You need it in a screwed up color, right? So I turn up at the dealer, and I'm there with my very, very West London accent. We go for a test drive. I am ready to write. I mean, dude, I was ready. To write. Well, I was in technology. I'm ready say? to write. Let's hear the West London accent. Let's hear, yeah. I said I'd like to drive your TVR. That's okay, my West that's London it, accent. Yeah. Very West. You watch a lot of America. Yeah, yeah bingo. Very West. Boston almost. So we would go on a test drive, and he could tell I was ready to write the check. I kid you not. The salesman gets out of the car. He goes, I can tell you're not from here. I just need to tell you something before you get too excited about this car. If you are not comfortable with this car leaving you on the side of the road at least two times a year, you shouldn't buy it. Wow. So I bought a 120 horsepower Lotus Elise. Oh, man. Which leaked like a bitch. Right. Did that leave you on the first day? So the salesman was brutally honest. He was brutally honest. These cars are terrible, Terrible. but terrible fun. Was it ridiculous awesome? Oh, my God. Dude, you would never need a woman again in your life if you owned that (laughs) car. Ever. (laughs) Which is great because you'll never get a woman to sit inside a TVR. Uh, I have, actually. Oh, in that case. Yeah. Actually, the ideal car for going and dating women is a Lotus Elise. You don't tell them you you own a Lotus Elise. You just say, you should wear a skirt and then show up with that car. Gotcha. And then enjoy my Lotus. Uh, (laughs) That just went. We have a lady in the audience here. Um, Would you like to see see my Lotus ladies? Um, uh, That's crazy. You almost had a TVR. So now they're coming back. They're planning potentially two models. Supercars for the common man is their slogan, and they yeah. said they're going to be priced between fifty and eighty thousand euros, which that's a little more than the common that's man. A, um, yeah, that's a lot, I mean, that's of, a lot money of money in America, especially in United Kingdom. Are they going to um, certify that and get like some sort of DOT exemption, like Lotus did? No, not no. a chance. Not a chance. Um, but they're going to say they're going to be as free from electronic interference as possible. Good. So they're still going to be wild, batshit crazy TVRs, which yes. is a good thing because if they're not. You're not going to be interested. Oh, you want the car to have the possibility to kill you. At every right. turn. Absolutely. Yeah. How'd he no. die? Oh, he's, he was going to Starbucks. And he <laughs> lost it. <laughs> Oversteered. I mean, those cars were his, super neutral. We found There's his no dry bias. cleaning in the back seat. Yeah. You know <laughs> you've trunk. lived what life well when you go over the cliff in a TVR. TVR. <laughs> you yeah. just go up, yeah. pip, pip, stiff off a lip. I've, I've lived a good one. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a good That package. was a good West London accent. You, you go in a TVR... You kind of lived life. You did. Well, he's left a self-preservation society. <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving on to the other end of the spectrum. And this is kind of sad news for me because I'm an old school. I, I like old Datsuns. They f- are finally showing the renderings of the Datsun name coming back. That little QB thing. For the Indian market. Yeah. Right. The rendering looks decent-ish for mm-hmm. a ultra-compact car. They're going to be priced around $3,000. Um, you know, battle Tata Nano type stuff. Not for U.S. consumption because you know it's going to be made with fucking cardboard literally and yeah and like drums and all corners hey if i were you i'd buy stock in elmer's glue right now yeah no shit (laughs) that's a good point um and they're also gonna do indonesia and russia i guess if they still own the dots name they should do something with it i'm just sad this is what they're doing with it yeah, but to be fair, Datsun was always shitty. I yeah. mean, we remember, we remember, we remember two forty Zs, and I we remember two forty Zs. We remember five ten Bluebirds, but we don't remember shit like the Sunny or like the B two ten, and shit just yeah, looks but you like. You can say snails. that about every single brand. Yeah, exactly. The five ten remains awesome. The, yeah, the five ten is awesome, awesome, and I still want a two forty Z. The sixteen hundred is cool. But don't kid yourself that Datsun didn't make absolute fucking garbage throughout their lifespan. And if yep. they make absolute yeah. fucking cheap ass garbage now, which is great because we won't own it, and we can still think of Datsuns as building nothing but sixteen hundred Fairlights. What's your favorite and two forty Z? What's your favorite Datsun? What's your favorite? No, what's your favorite automaker? What's my favorite automaker? Yeah, I don't really have one. Can I say Mazda because? I no, have I'll one? vouch. This guy is a Mazda freak. Yeah. I can vouch yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like just Mazda. trying to. Pick. He was ready to French kiss Derek Jenkins. Oh, oh yeah. sure. 
It would not be gay because I already drove him no, out. Yeah, that cancels well, out. Like, oh, already, already canceled yeah. out. Yeah. You were already oh, rubbing oh. his bald head. <laughs> yeah, um, for good luck, really. Right. So I, I don't know. I'm personally bummed because I have fond memories of the brand to see them right. as three thousand dollars cars. But if, I guess if they're going to do something, but you think here's the thing with Nissan, with Nissan, with Datsuns, the reality was a different set of people inside of Datsun made those cars. Right. That wasn't the Datsun people. That's why they had to change that the name. That was the guys. Yeah, that's why they changed the name. <laughs> that's a like 240Z yeah. is a totally different car. Look at the way that thing was built. Like, go and find one of those 96 restored 240Zs. Right, When you yeah. find one of those and see one, you're like, you know what? The build quality of this thing rivals almost a Mercedes. I want to find one of those. That's my life dream. But that's oh, like saying, what that's like saying you like only 20? remember. Yeah. Back then, you could have bought that. You ready for this? You're going to cry. I am. You could have bought that car for 20 Four grand. Oh, Jesus. It was a brand new car. Yeah. I got a buddy of mine, Omar. New by Vin, the way, right? thank you for sharing your car. New this Vin. guy, stunning car. So that's like saying, like, oh, I, I only remember Toyotas as building the 2000 GT. Which so, is $1.2 million now. Right, exactly. But, you know, oh, they, they happened to build, like, you know, the 88 Corolla or something. But, you know, so the best part about Datsun not coming to America is that you don't have to taint your memories of the 240Z with, like, this $3,000 piece of shit. I gotta tell you, I'm that with Mr. Long on this one. Well, he's yeah. right. I'll never, ever, ever see the car. No. Except when great. one bursts into flame in India when it's yeah, hit by Yeah, but do you really want to see one? Like, do you want to no. see a Tata no. Nano? You'd like to see Actually, it on you know a trip? What? I would like to drive a Tata Nano if I was in India as, like, a joke story, I guess. Right, for the irony. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right, for the irony. Like, I'd like to go and drift a Tatanana. That would be very I think impressive. that would be funny. Right. You steal that idea You'd and have to have it towed to the back me? of a tow truck and then have the tow truck just swing it out. Like it was <laughs> I'm going like to make a Tatanano Camino. I'm going to cut the rear hatch off. <laughs> yeah. Make it into a pickup um, truck. So moving on, the only reason this car is on the list is because you two wanted to talk about it, even though I like it too. I added it right before we started. It's the Fiat 500e. Cinquecento. La storico marchio Tornisi. You're just going to add the E in there. Actually, I think it's just you talking about it because I haven't driven it yet. But I've oh, you haven't driven it? it? I haven't you driven, driven it yet. yet. Okay. Oh, you haven't driven it. So, so again, i got another Rookie. story for you, but I have driven the car. I, I actually am one of the few people that appreciate the, the Fiat Cinquecento Abarth. Me too. But only around town. Only around town. If yeah. you take that car outside of a major metropolitan area. You're going to die. You will be disappointed. <laughs> it is that simple. But. Something happens. You know when you like put batteries in a, in a car that was originally designed to be a gas-powered car? Yeah, yeah. It ruins. Like that guy. Oh, see, I was going to say the opposite. If it's the right car, like the guy who made the 356 Porsche Speedster. No, no, no. no, no. I'm talking from the factory. Okay. Like okay. you go and drive a Ford Focus electric. Right. Come Not on. Same. That doesn't happen. Right. But if you were to drive this car, the extra weight of the batteries in that car has yes. sorted out the balance. Right. Almost makes up for the short wheelbase of the car. Yeah. And again, around town, that is an awesome car to drive. Yeah. It has arguably one of the worst charging systems in it because it takes so long to charge. That's why you get free rental cars. That's why you get free. Well, yeah. yeah, it's true. Good, <laughs> I have to say, brilliant market on their part. Yeah. If you have a fast charger at home, it's fine. It's if you're in a pinch and you need to get top something off. You're That's when you screwed. have a problem. It takes literally 18 hours on oh. 110. To give you an idea, a leaf is 10 hours, 12 hours on 110, which is where my story comes in. <laughs> so on. I have demented hobbies. I mean, I could see Blake has demented hobbies because he's wearing a Millennium Falcon T-shirt. I got it from Target for 7 bucks. <laughs> this is a value-conscious awesome. guy. Ladies. Budget Z wrong. <laughs> yes. I collect Monopoly sets. That's one of my That's things. interesting. Hey, I got a Monopoly set to sell you. We'll talk about this I, afterwards. We'll talk about this. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm always looking for Monopoly So I collect the Monopoly sets. I go out to see my friends in the Valley in a, in a Fiat Cinquecento E. And I had like, what, 50 miles of range to get out there. I go 20 miles. It's two miles at the end of it. Oh. So I figure we're playing, that sounds familiar. We're yeah, playing Monopoly, right? 
So it'll definitely charge in that time. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm set. Geez. And Monopoly is a long game. Oh, yeah. We finished the game. I, of course, mopped the floor with their ass. Wait, you finished a game of we Monopoly? Game, yeah. That's amazing. That How is many incredible miles were on the range of that car when, when I went out there? It Seven. started at two. How many? Seven. Seven. What do you guess? I'd say 15. Eleven. Ugh. So I'm like, what, the, what am I going to do? So they say, go to this place. They've got a, one of those blink fast charging okay. things. So I roll in there. It's like on fumes, it, electric fumes. Yeah, barely had to push this thing in. So I get in there. I charge this thing up. It's like midnight. This place is there's a bar going on, but I'm tired. So I take a nap in the car, I'm napping in the ba- passenger seat. Two hours. I get up. The place is deserted. Oh Jesus! Deserted. But I got like 50 miles of range on the car. Oh. So what? I'm gonna go home, right? Unplug. I go to go out. Those bastards lock me in. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I couldn't get the car out. I was trapped with my Cinquecento E. So what'd you do? You just stayed there? I called the cops, and they're like, you should call a tow truck company and have them break the lock. I'm like, let me get this straight. You're the police telling me to commit a crime. Yeah. And they hung up the phone on me. So did you just kick it? Could you kick it open? Well, two hours later, this guy turns up, and he just opens the lock. I'm like, did the police call you? No, I work here. Yeah, so I was trapped for two hours. That's, he must yeah. have locked you Well, you in. probably got more range, though, in those two hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like a dumbass, I didn't connect it back <laughs> to the system. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, I, I drove it. I like it. Uh, the best part about it, I think, is the price. If you're oh, just doing around town stuff. Just one ninety nine a month is like... Oh, wow. It's, it's, yeah. it's, Wait, really? That's the lease program for yeah, it? Yeah, that's a, that's a game changer that's for amazing. electric cars. It's the car I had was 32 on the window. After you get the money from Barack Hussein and then a little bit from Jerry Brown, you're <laughs> right. at, what, 20, 22? Yes, but the lease, if you're in a certain areas, you can get it as possible. They were giving us a bunch of scenarios. And if you live in, like, one of the best areas in terms of rebates and all this stuff, depending on the county you're in, you could get it as low as, like, zero down, 170 a month, which is mind-blowing. Oh, that's your point. point. No money, money down, down for $200, $200 a month. month. Right. What your astrological sign is, you know, if yeah. you just steal the damn thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, so moving in a totally different direction, and I'm squeezing this into new cars, even though it's more motorsports. Jeff is very fast-paced tonight. Right. Uh, well, we have a lot more to get to. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Sebastian Loeb and Pike Yes, Peak. sir. The man shattered the record. Shattered it. Uh, He's like the second coming of Christ up there the, in Colorado. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe the Mormons were onto something. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so last year Tajima broke ten minutes. No, I'm sorry, he did it two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the last year; it wasn't fully paved, and I should know that because I was there. But the uh, he did like nine fifty six or something. Sebastian Delobe did eight thirteen. Crazy. What did Tajima do after it was paved? Uh, I think his car didn't like he had an electric car that had issues. Oh, of course. Um, so then I, I don't know what he did this year either. But I just know Loeb just ruined it. So, I mean, what's next for this race now that the course is fully paved? Like, are we going to see Audi R18 diesels there going for the run? I think the record should be different now that it's fully paved. Totally agree. It should be a new piece of paper, not called the record. Like, it should be Ari Vatanen has the best record ever on that mountain. And then Tajima did amazing because he did it when it was half and half. And then Loeb has the... The new thing. I think there should still be records, but all the previous records are going to come with asterisks. Is it the not asterisks? Just like maybe like a different name because I don't right. asterisk yeah. like almost taints it. Yeah. Just call it something different. Right. I think you guys are thinking the wrong direction completely. Oh yeah. I think you and I should go up there. Okay. We should put those cow path things on. Just rip up the pavement in certain sections. Oh hell yeah! Little jumps and yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Put it a little. So you, comp- you mean just kind of LA? LA fi the pavement there. Yeah. Well, yeah. LA, New York, Boston. Yeah, exactly. Detroit. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, how long did you guys live under that big dig thing? Uh, a very, very long time. See, then let's yeah. just move it to Boston. <laughs> well, that's my. Well, 
I actually say the focus should switch somewhere not far from Boston. Now should we be focusing on the Mount Washington climb to the clouds? Yes. I See, I think that's an awesome idea. That road's that's crazy. Great. Yeah. That road, the course is shorter, the <laughs> summit is lower, the but wind the, is weather, worse. the weather is way worse. The weather is a the huge The coldest reported there. temperature on Earth ever is at the top of Mount the Washington. The highest it's winds like, in North America were at 240 miles an hour at the summit there. And then it's a, it's a tighter road. Yeah. It's... And there's still the dude, Mike Ryan, running a Freightliner drift truck up it. Yeah, exactly. So he's the craziest. Oh, I drove up there in a Chevy oh, Lumina once. Freightliner drift truck? Yes. You know i got to get yeah. one of these. It's got golf colors. Really? It's, uh, he drove, he drove that's, golf the one, that's the one they repainted it for this year. Last year it had a turbocharger and it was putting 2,000 horsepower down. This year it has a turbo and a supercharger from Banks Engineering. And, and it's and like it 2,000 torque now. It, no, it's 5,000 foot-pound-feet pound of torque. Oh 5,000. And this year it has water methanol injection. And I don't know what time it did you this sure year. you get your math right? No, no, definitely. Because I, I saw you the You do thing. get your math right. I, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> first Asian joke we ever had on this podcast. Actually, no, probably not that's the first one. Not, I have a yeah, that's not even close to true, by the way. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> I have video but, of the Banks truck if you guys want to see it. It's nice. Yeah, so. exactly. We, Chris and I went to the Banks truck like two weeks ago or something like that. It's, I think, like Was 3, he out at El Toro or something? Um, Irwindale. And okay. it was 3,000 horsepower, and it burns clean now. Like, there's less smoke than last year, and yeah. it's 5,000 pound-feet of torque. That's, That's incredible. That guy's yeah. nuts. Yeah. I think we all need 5,000 pounds of torque. He actually wanted to break... I just want to drive it in a yeah. straight line. I don't even need to take You know turns. the old saying, at once in your life, you need to own a car with, with 12 cylinders? I right. think now we've got to change that. At once in your life, you need to I just want to own a car that can do a wheelie. That's actually a good goal, too. That's a good goal. But I talked to Mike Ryan, the driver. He's been racing semis for the last, like, eight, nine, ten years or something like that. And um, he wants to He wants to break – he told me he wanted to break into the uh, 11s at least. So 1059, what you just said. He's been racing semis for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How often do you think you'd ever say that? He's been running the last no. three years in a class by himself, the yeah. semi-class, the unlimited that's and so he, awesome. He still scores like twenty fifth place within the top thirty. And how many how many Pike Speed competitors are right now? Twenty or something. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. listening to this and you're a long haul trucker, start training and take down Mike Ryan. That that's should right. be your goal as a trucker. That's right. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. So that's what we learned. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've talked new cars. Yeah. Now it's time to talk to you, Mister Moto Man. Yes, sir. We want to learn more about you, uh, not just what beer you brought and stuff like yes. that. Uh, and I want to start this off because I'm, you did something that I'm wildly, wildly, insanely jealous. You and one of my other friends, Zach Bowman, in, at the same yes. race, you drove the Targa Newfoundland. Oh, when we both dressed up oh, a little yeah. Spill it, spill all the beans. How was it? Just just go because I'm going to listen quietly. And what car are you true. in? Um, well, Zach and I were in, two, were in different vehicles. Right. Uh, Zach was part of the Flying Miata yeah. team in a yep. supercharged... 2000, I want to say six, uh, Miata that was named affectionately Nancy. Was it the purple one or the other? It one? was the white car. Okay, the white it's car. It's the Martini was... Livery one. I think it had the V8 in it at that time. Right? No, no, the, the other one was the V8. That's the different one. That's the guy who runs uh, Flying Miata. He was and, and he, he, he did it right. two times actually. Oh, okay. And okay. the first time, true story, he did that on his honeymoon. That yeah. is. Awesome. You he, need a woman like that. Keith Kodrow. Yes, Kodrow. That's the kind of woman all of us need. Okay? <sighs> Keith Tanner is the guy that runs Fly Miata, and he is awesome. And I've awesome met him a guy. bunch of times, yeah. and he's great. Super great guy. And then I am very proud to say that I was one of the trifecta of Team SRT. Right. 
we had. Uh, I mean, sorry, what year was it? This was 2011. Okay. So I was uh, there was there was Rob Pacioni, who I hope he's not listening because I never like to to get his head bigger, but he actually is a good driver. He's an amazing driver. He was in a crate motor like 600 horsepower Challenger, oh, nice. uh, 2009 car, and then Ralph Scheel, who was in a I want to call it a 2013 Viper. But it really was a 2010 with some bits to it, and then I was lucky enough to drive a 2011 Challenger SRT. Wait, wait. So his Viper was it hiding parts of the? It was car? hiding a little parts. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. It was like I don't want to say a lot. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like maybe cha- some suspension bits. Some, some, okay. some suspension tunes. I really want. That's to say. a pretty cool way to shake it. it down. Was that's incredible. why Ralph is one of the best Ralph, industry dude, guys ever. He can shoot. The oh, man can, dude can drive. drive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He zeroed out a lot of stages. So so okay so Target Newfoundland it's everything you think and more yeah, I like know. you know how you, you, you do things and you say I want to do that and then you get to it and it's not as cool right. this is cooler yeah by far like here's an example there are you think of the stages where you're off in like the Canadian countryside you're going 100 miles an hour down like a 20 mile uh, rally loop whatever okay there that's nothing that stage is cool what's cool is gander this is a subdivision. Imagine growing up in a suburban set in a subdivision and you get to drive legally like a maniac in front of small children. <laughs> That's what this race is about. Do you about. get points for them? You get well, actually, <laughs> Sadly, you don't. Oh. If you do get points, you lose. Right. You want this to zero out two thousand. It right. literally can be. Yeah. So the best part, I mean, there's so many cool things about it, but the, the Gander stage, here I am in a 500-horsepower Challenger. I got, I got three-degree camber in the front. I got a full rally prep cage. I got, I got a guy who's into electric cars as my co-driver, <laughs> Nick <laughs> Chambers, otherwise known as Wenatchee. And here we are. We don't know what the hell we're getting ourselves into. Ralph said this is the best stage, but, you know, he said it like four times before. Right. We get in this thing. And there are people, families on their front lawn in front of their tract home watching you scream oh. through their neighborhood. Just let that roll through your yeah, brain Yeah, I mean, if you bit. lost it and went into one of their homes, they'd probably be like, you're right? Okay, cool. Get oh, back yeah. out there. Oh, <laughs> these people, literally, my camera guys, were, going, were being invited into their houses for bear sausage. <laughs> Not just once. Oh. Bear sausage. That my sounds co-driver, like window if I've ever heard from right? he, he, My co-driver literally puked his brains out in front of some guy's house, and the guy was like, oh, I hope you feel better. Was he was he drunk off like bear sauce? No, I, well, Pacioni made him take off his his, his little scopamine pad oh, yeah, he put yeah, on yeah. there, and Pacioni's like, ah, you don't need it, you're a wimp. But the night before, <laughs> and so what did he do? He yeah, took he it, off. Take it off. Like two stages in, he's just ralphing all over this poor guy's front lawn. But the this thing about lawn. the thing about Targa, it's really I want to say yeah, it's a little bit about the car, but it's about the people. It's about the people you meet and the people you actually do the race with. Um, like, like here's an example. We we literally went. We were on this long, one of those long sweeper stages, 20 miles, and there was a car off. Now the way it's set up, you should you have to stop for that person to make sure they're okay. And the the marshals will take the time off your your score. So here we are. We go there, and then we see the sign is okay. Now I was in Grand Touring, which means I couldn't go 100, 120 miles an hour. It was more of a time attack thing. Yeah, That's you what guys Zach and I were both there. Which is painful. Yep. It wasn't so bad for Zach. I don't feel bad for Zach because he only had. Miata, right. Yeah, he only it's had perfect. 260 horsepower. Perfect car. I had right. 500, man. Right. I, I mean, cry for me because I had 500. Right. I couldn't put that thing to 100 miles an hour. But this, this guy was off. That was free license for me 20 miles, 100 miles an hour nice. the rest of the time. That's great. It was 
the most incredible experience of my life. That is so awesome. Was that the same year that the guy went off in, in a the Ferrari? Lamb- a Ferrari. And here's the worst part. Okay, so you're you're Jeff Glucker. You're the you are the editor of Hooniverse, right? Right. So this is not just fun and passion. This is a business for you. Sure. My camera guy was exactly where that car went off. Oh. Wow. We have the best footage oh. of that car going in the drink. So you're racing and at the same time oh, yeah. like, oh my god, you got it, you got it. Well, I didn't even think about because I didn't oh. know. We thought that somebody literally went off. But we didn't know it was that Ferrari. Yeah. But I will tell you this: there's a target school that's before the whole thing. Yeah. For like and you go and you stuff, learn right? how to. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn, he is the most. Inc- he has one target. I want to say three, four times. Wow. He's like Oprah. They said, you know what? No more Emmys. We'll just give it to that that Ellen woman. He, he's like that. He doesn't need to do this anymore. <laughs> right. So, he was our our instructor. And during the class, all of us looked at this FFX prepared right, right. Uh, Enzo. It wasn't Enzo. It wasn't FFX. Right. It was customized. Um, we knew it wasn't a matter of if he's going off. It's it was a matter when. of when he yeah. was going off. Nice guys, I hear, by the way. Yeah. Um, and they survived, too. Which is, and he, oh, you know, he, was, you know, they he were, was joking around. He was yeah, five minutes ultra after rich the guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, could, he like, makes money in oil. I believe it was like that. the Edo competition yes. tuned one or whatever. It's, yeah, I it's a tuned so. car. So. <laughs> Ultimately, we had the best footage of that car going in the drink. Ralph comes up to us afterwards. He goes, do me a favor. Don't put that up. Oh. <laughs> don't do and that. And, you know, you have to. You know what? I have a, I have a Ralph story that's similar to that. Yeah. I went to, um, I went to the Viper Cup Spec Series finale in at Spring Mountain. Um, awesome place, yes. by the way. That's where I drove the Abarth, by the way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The, um, so we're on the track. And uh, hold on. We're going to pause for a second because George needs a beer. So we're back from break, and I've got a Ralph story of my own that I'd like to share. Do tell. So I was lucky enough to attend the uh, finale of the Viper Spec Cup Driving Series. I'm jealous. It, it was fun. It was out at Spring Mountain Motorsports Ranch. Uh, Tanner Faust was the driver, the guest driver. Um, the, uh, Kuno, Kuno Whitmer was there, who's a fantastic driver. Mm. Um, and then Ralph was driving, too. And he goes out. Uh, and this was crazy. You were talking about Ralph said, "Hey, don't you know? Maybe we shouldn't show this." So I have something similar. Ralph was driving a qualifying lap, and a car in front of him dipped a tire. And the runoff at Spring Mountain isn't just dirt or soft, or whatever. Oh, no, sir. It's wide. There's plenty of runoff, but it's all little rocks. Oh boy! So the car in front of him dips a tire. And they all go sliding through, and Blake is smiling like an idiot right now because he knows. You know why he knows? Because I went to CTV <laughs> Racing School at Spring Mountain, ladies. Oh, I just realized are you, that. Uh, are you a Don Butler Scholar from CTSV Racing yes, School? Yes, of course. I'm a, I'm a key. I have yes. no idea. It was such royalty here. Yeah, exactly. a certificate. Really? Now, Blake, after we get done with the story, maybe I'll ask you how Ralph should have handled it. Right, but, right. But we'll get to that. Did you go to Full Sail University as well? No, I went to the University of Phoenix and I got my degree in criminal justice. Because <laughs> you got tools, to right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tools, the tools to put them. Uh, so the car in front of Ralph dips a wheel. It sends rocks flying to Ralph's windshield. Now it's a windshield. Rocks should bounce off of it. Maybe sure. make some cracks. What happened was it looked like the the rock god, and I'm not talking about like the guys from Scorpions. They stood up with a rock cannon and blasted his windshield so that the rocks went through the windshield. Some of them hit him in his face shield, which good thing it was down because I'm an idiot and always leave mine up. And they blew out the back rear. The rear window was gone. So he pulls the car in. He gets out smiling. Mm. All the SRT handlers quickly put a tarp over it. And then we watch video back, and it was amazing. It looked like it literally looked like he got hit with a machine gun. He's laughing. He's got rock dent chips in his yeah. face shield, which is terrifying. Uh, and then the, the rear window is just totally, totally gone. They took it off another car from the parking lot to keep racing. 
and I snapped a few photos of the car, and uh, someone at uh, Chrysler came and was like, hey, can you delete those? I was like, yeah, I'll delete them. I understand why. But I'm telling the story now, so well, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, two things on that story. Number one, I mean, that's, that is my teammate right there. Yeah. That guy, he can run through fire, and he can take it. That guy's zero. That gander stage I was telling you about. Yeah, he zeroed out that stage. It had never been done before. And think about this. For really? Minute. Never. He wow. did it in a Viper. Not that an easy race, car to drive. <laughs> not an easy car to drive. That race is tailored towards Lotus Exiges and 911s, and that's it. This guy zeroed out in a Viper. That's crazy. second part of that story. I too have a Chrysler handler. Story. Excellent. We, um, so we're at the Viper launch. I love handler stories. Up at, yeah, it's, they're always funny. So I was up at the Viper launch. And uh, have you ever had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Dick Winkles? And no. that is a real name. Dick, say it again? Dick Winkles. Richard Winkles. <laughs> wow. You Are should you sure that's not a medical condition? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think he's a drinking that was Blake's game. Given, that Winkles. was Blake's given name at Ellis Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, San Francisco. I came from the yeah. other direction. Oh, right. <laughs> so, so Richard Winkles, Dick Winkles, you should remember this name. He is the man that has done every single Viper engine since day one. Wow. Prior to that. Counting he, the latest car? Counting the latest car. Okay. Prior to that. He worked at Lamborghini. This guy has had the best job in Chrysler. So he knows his right. V10s. He knows his V10s really Like he well. goes Valentino Balboni, then Dick Winkles. Yes. Okay. Well, I would put Dick Winkles, then Valentino Balboni. Really? Oh, absolutely. Ooh. And here's why. Because Dick Winkles has a uh, 455 high, um, HD Pontiac Trans Am. Okay. He's got a 69 GTO. He's got a, I want to say, a 74 Z28. He has owned since new. Ooh. Okay? Proper car guy, this guy. So we're on there. We're talking about Viper engines. And we're joking around, as you do, as car guys do. He goes, you know, I like to say that there's a little bit of Pontiac DNA in every Viper engine. <laughs> well, I put it in there because you know, I'm a bit of a Pontiac guy. Sure. Chrysler people saw that version of the film. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Chrysler handlers calls me and goes, you need to do me a solid here and pull that out. Right. <laughs> I, could, I could see why they'd yeah. want that out. That's funny. So, so some of you have seen, and there is a, there is a behind-the-scenes Moto Man film that includes, with a Viper, there's a little Pontiac DNA in it. Wow. Viper. That's, yeah, I could yes. see why they wouldn't want that. That's actually yes. pretty cool. So maybe I'll make story. that like a pay-per-view event now. Yes. Really make some money on this. Add thing. that in. Speaking of really, it seems right there. speaking of some of the cool stuff you've done, by the way, uh, I know you were involved in a project with a Goodyear blimp. Yes, sir. What was that about? Yes, sir. So um, I am passionate about a couple things in life: comedy, cars, and Monopoly. aviation. Monopoly. Yes, Monopoly. we've discussed yeah. this Monopoly. I also do police ride-alongs, but that's another podcast. Right. Yes. So I had never been on or near the Goodyear blimp before I had moved to the California Republic. And we were doing a scout. And now you see it every single day. Now you see day. it all the time, exactly. <laughs> so we were doing a scout for an Acura shoot. We were going to do in the uh, in the port, which may I suggest never shooting in the port if you don't want to get thrown in jail, but I'll put that aside. Okay. Uh, we decided, hey, let's go check it out. So we go to the Goodyear blimp port in Carson there, and there's a big fence, and I go up inside to the people, and there's the receptionist there, and I said, hey, you know, how do you get on the Goodyear blimp? Oh, we don't give rides. <laughs> well, is there a PR guy? Oh, he's going to tell you the same thing. I'd like to point out 
that probably about three months after that, they taught me how to pilot the Goodyear blimp. Jesus. So <laughs> I have about 25 hours to a private pilot's license now. An hour and a half of it is lighter than air. Oh, that's awesome. In the Goodyear blimp. And we did an episode where we literally, we went, they taught me how to fly the thing, and we went to the uh, in Orange County down at, El, what is it? Uh, El Toro. El, El Toro, where they actually do the entire refresh every six months. Oh. So we have this episode where we go through everything. Literally learning how to fly it, learning how to fix it, learning how to refurbish it. Damn. Yeah. That's fantastic. How was it? Incredible. Yeah? It's a little odd because it, if you're used to a Is it like driving a sky wave runner? Like there's delayed no. steering? <laughs> everything, everything is in super slow motion. But when it gets to a point, it literally – there's no such thing as stalling in the air really with that thing. You can, but it's hard to get to with an air. Because it just float. It floats, exactly. So you can literally <laughs> – Almost be 90 degrees looking at the ocean, and it'll scare the crap out of you. Yeah. Like, you're almost to the point where that you feel like awful. you're falling Somebody out of your seat. told me that's how they land. Like, they just go down. They come like in not 50 degrees or something. It, it, it steps its way down. Yeah. But okay. this, what my pilot, who is actually, you're going to see him tomorrow. Right, because Matthew I'm going to go on the Goodyear blimp tomorrow. Super great guy. Um, this guy, I mean, imagine having a business card that said, I'm, I'm the Goodyear blimp. Oh, yeah, I've a Goodyear blimp. Do you have blimp. any idea how many women you my, pick up? My job tomorrow is to convince them to get the sign to read Ice Cube's a pimp. <laughs> okay, I'd Why like to point Blake's out that I got that sign to say Moto Man. Okay, that's oh, great. That's we have sweet. footage of that thing rolling around with that's Moto awesome. Man. I mean, <laughs> nice. I you think, can't yeah, get that footage. I'm done. You know, yeah. I can literally I can check out right now. That's sweet. Yeah, and then um, we've done some other things. You know, yeah, like FED. F- no, I want to hear about the FED. Yes, FED. We did that. So, so explain really, what that is, real quick. Okay, FED is the U.S. Army Fuel Efficiency Demonstrator, and it looks so wicked. It looks so cool, man. A lot like of next generation Humvee. Type oh, this stuff. is literally it's a prototype test bed for different technologies, military vehicle, and so it's got it's carbon fiber, it's aluminum, it's got literally platinum shock absorbers. Platinum. And it's considered a light duty military vehicle. It, no, it's it's heavy duty. Okay, but it's a lighter at fifteen thousand pounds right. than an, than an upfit uh, Humvee, and B it has. 70% better fuel economy. Think wow. about this for a minute. Yeah. 70%. Jeez. So it gets up to 12 MPG. Oh, Jesus. But now think about this. It's very important. When you go into a theater of war, the biggest thing you bring is water and, and fuel. fuel. Right. So if you go from 5 MPG to 12, it's huge. All of a sudden, you're carrying less fuel. And you carry more cost. ammo. Huge cost, and you're saving, you're saving lives. Really, yeah. Because really, yeah. you don't need as many guys driving You don't fuel. need it. So they brought this thing to the U.S., and I'm very proud to say that only me and Jay Leno got to drive that That's thing. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I remember when they brought it to the MPG luncheon. Yes. I got to look at it. And you just suckers got to breathe on it. Right? When, when and they brought it back that? to me, yeah. and I drove it. Uh, a couple back months ago. Back in okay. uh, February. Yeah, right before the cool. Chicago Auto Show. Ah. But you know, the whole show is really – it's about – it's taking okay, – a car guy, an ordinary car guy, that's me. Right. And putting him in extraordinary situations. Sure. Things like the Goodyear blimp, like FED. Or we went to Morgan and we literally, from start to finish, I built a Morgan. Really? Starts, that's great. Like I cut the wood. Holy I shit. I put the, the Ford Duratec V6 engine in it. I put the Morgan logo, I riveted over the BMW valve covers. And then they didn't covers. let you keep it. <laughs> no, the bastards. That's Charles sucks. Morgan. He screwed me. <laughs> Did you meet him? Is, I, he, uh, oh, yes. is he as British as you think he is? He's as British. He speaks the Queen's English. This guy's he's got a hot wife. He's awesome. Nice. That's um, sweet. I follow him on Twitter. I got to paint a Morgan. That's awesome. I got to test drive a Morgan without a body on it. Oh, so that's So literally awesome. it is a, it's a rolling chassis, and I drove the thing. That would be Down so much fun. It was incredible. That would be so much One fun. One of them, uh, you know, I don't know what's cooler, the 
FED, the Blimp, or the Morgan Experience. They're all kind of they're all kind of cool. Well, you know, I built and then that TVR too. And that TVR, <laughs> I built uh, I built four Simi show cars with Derek Jenkins for two months. I was in his studio. I literally tore apart three CX-5s, one MX-5, and then rebuilt them into SEMA show cars. So we had a, a diesel CX-5. We had a CX-5 cool. made into a, a ski and surf car. So it had it had like a surfboard and a, and a, uh, and a snowboard on it. And that was Patrick Dempsey's car, right? Which no, only was, makes sense here. That was the urban monster. Okay. That was going to be Dempsey's. Oh, no, that was a specialized car. It was right. going to be Dempsey's car, but Dempsey's went to Porsche. So right. then they turned it into a specialized Shh, Whatever. Porsche. The plate's I've F Dempsey. I've heard of Porsche. Yeah. What are they there for? Machinel Porsche. Right. And, uh, then, uh, and then we built a Super 25 Miata race car. Yeah. Oh, that's Which is great. Yeah. Did I you really drive it at Thunder Hill? Bar. I drove all of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But did you drive it at Thunder Hill? Oh, no. Okay. No. I'm still trying to talk Derek into giving me that thing for Thunder yeah, Hill. That's gonna, yeah, that's good. The Super 25? Nice. By the way, I saw your picture of you molesting the Super 20 in my studio. Oh, yeah. Because we were reunited. It's like you were screwing the tailpipe. I drove it a few months ago. I just couldn't let that car go. I just couldn't let the car go. It's a hell of a car. So... Obviously, you've done tons of cool sh- stuff for your video show, yeah. but now there's a live. There, I mean, there already is a live version. Yes. And then uh, I'd like to hear more about that. So I know it's yes. it's uh, the Motorman Studio Live. Yes. Why don't so, you tell us about that? So what we're doing is uh, we're moving. We're moving on up. Right. So are you guys Jefferson's fans? Of course. Who to, isn't to the West Side? Okay. So yeah. So what's the theme song? Moving on up. Yeah. I got to try to sing this earlier, but someone laughed at me. <laughs> I know. I, That's I got, not bad for I'm a from guy. New York. I got rhythm, buddy. That was very German. <laughs> yeah, that was about it, as German rhythm. as my rhythm gets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, I can dance. So what we're doing, we're moving. For the past three years, we've been very fortunate to have a, a car museum as our studio. But we are now moving to the Peterson Auto Muse- Automotive Museum as our home. That's a big move. That is a very big move, yes. I'm very, very happy and uh, very proud of the move. And what we're doing is... We're taking these shows that we do, these people that we meet, like Ralph, Derek, uh, Bob Lutz, and we're bringing them to our studio at the Peterson. And we're doing what's called Inside the Moto Man Studio. We're going to talk to the key figures that are shaping the car industry. And we're literally going to start at when they were kids, like usual, like car guys like you and I, and walk them through the monumental steps that are So it's inside the actor's studio for cars. Absolutely. That's the best way to describe it. Although you don't have nearly as much hair as James Lipton, though. I don't have as much hair as James Lipton? Well, you got to work on the beard. Oh, oh I facial yeah. hair. I was about to say, yeah. man, I'm, like, I'm, I'm losing my hair, but holy yeah. shit. No, you actually have your hair there. Yeah. You just got to relocate yeah. it down. Yeah, but yeah, okay, I'll work on that. I'll okay. get you a little goatee for the next one. And there you go. Some V for Vendetta stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, speaking about the next one, and speaking about Ralph, our next guest, July 26th, is Ralph Gilles. First, first, first one, one at the Peterson. At Peterson. Yeah, when is it again? It's July 26th. Okay. It starts at 7 p.m., and we're doing – you should come early because what we're going to do is a all-Mopar cruising starting at 5 p.m. That's, Ralph will come. That sounds sweet. Talk to you. Look at your yes. car. And yeah. then we go through – literally, Ralph's an amazing story. He was sketching cars in his notebook just like you and I. Yeah. But his aunt saw them, wrote a letter to Chrysler really? and said, my nephew can draw. What, he sh- what should he do? They said, go to Art Center or CCS. And he went to CCS. In Canada, right? In, well, CCS is in Detroit. Oh, okay. okay. And he's he, from Montreal, though, He's right? from Montreal, okay. yes. I didn't he's, know that. Yes. He cool. went from Montreal. That's awesome that her yeah. aunt, his aunt did that. I mean, that's Oh, that's I'm cool going to read, read the letter yeah. at, at the so, actual... Uh, so, George. That's awesome. Yeah. You want to uh, carpool? <laughs> that is, that's, that's an awesome story. Uh, how much does it cost to get in? Like 20 bucks? Well, no. Actually, the event is free. It's only the admission to the museum, which is 12 bucks. Oh. 
Yeah. Sam McGiver. Uh, I get in free because I'm an MPG member. Oh, yeah. Same here. Uh, <laughs> you are going to charge double. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, that's fantastic. Oh, so. We're having a great time, and we're going to bring in all the people you've seen on the show, like Don Butler from Cadillac, Al Oppenheiser, who's the chief engineer of the Camaro. Bob Lutz is coming on October 26th, Bob so Lutz save the date. And we got Hurley Haywood coming from Portland. That, oh, nice. that'll be good, too. Yep. Yeah, we've got some good stuff. Because I, I, saw, I, I saw it on your website. There's a great story about how he drove a Corvette. Oh, isn't to, it incredible? His, his, his interview with Brumos Porsche was kicking the guy's ass in a Corvette. Which is so awesome. And that's see that, that's the whole reason I started the show was you know I my dad sadly passed when I was nine, I had no one to tell me that like when a girl does this you do this I had no one to tell me how to check, literally balance a checkbook I had no one to say how right. do you how do you go to college, and I made a lot of mistakes in my life, and in doing the show I've learned I met people like Ralph like Bob who early on figured out life, and the whole point of these inside the Motorman Studios is to show you this is. If you really know what you want to do in life, look Just what it can be. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it, man. And that, These goes guys beyond, that goes way beyond cars, too. Way be, yeah. That it's goes the, beyond what you want to do with life. And in this case, it just happens to be you don't want to do something with cars. Absolutely. Which is like, fantastic. Like Bob Lutz. Now, you're not going to believe me, but Bob Lutz was the screw-up kid. He was such a screw-up, his, his parents had to send him to military school. His father had to get him his first interview at General Motors because he had the same – Lunch club with the guy from General Motors. This is Mad Men style sixties right here. Yeah, oh, it literally was. Yeah, in the, when the Lever Building was new in New York. Right, that's when they were at that lunch. And Bob club. Lutz, of course, he is an American treasure. He is like a oh, yeah. human GI Joe of the automotive industry. He is amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait to meet yeah. him. I'd like to point out that one of the other cool things I did in the show is I, I raced Bob Lutz on a Segway. Awesome. On a Segway? On a Segway, yeah. That's, who, who I've won? had very unique racing experience. Like I raced Bob Lutz on a Segway, and I raced the CEO of an insurance company, drag raced him on a public street. Which, which insurance company? Haggerty Insurance. Oh, okay. <laughs> who won on the Segway? Uh, Bob did. All right. Yeah. Now, can the we finish line was a swan. cigar ga- ash in your eye. <laughs> yeah, he did. I got this one yeah. this time, Moto Man. Um, can, we, can we bring some segways so, to the October to race Bob Lutz? Actually, he'd be great. Love it, man. He'd to- he would totally go. Segways are great. If he loses, awesome. he'd just get pissed. Yeah, no, he like would a really V22 kick your ass. Oh, I bet. No, he's a, Challenge accepted. He's a Marine. He wouldn't lose. I will race him down the escalator. Blake would happily get punched in the face from Bob Lutz. I would tell Bob, hey, listen, I went to your CTSV racing school. That is your school right there. And now I am the master at everything. You tell him you're a Don Butler fellow. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So that's that's a, <coughs> I mean that's pretty damn exciting stuff. Uh, that's a great move. Some amazing guests, and it's definitely going to be something we're going to have to check out uh, for sure. Um, and I hate to move on to stuff we're doing because it's not as important as talking about I'm what cars really we're driving. But is the next section of the show? Oh, so let's talk about cars. Um, so right now I'm driving a car that uh, Blake Word you already drove. Yes. Yeah, I would Lexus. like to point out you're driving a car that is at home in Boca Raton, and Palm Florida. Springs. Yeah. Uh, I drove that thing to I drove that thing to Monterey and then from Monterey to San Francisco just for the explicit purpose of buying a burrito and consuming it. And then I drove it back down to LA. So well, I put did like you sit in the back seat when you did that. Well, let me let me no, let me my... say what it is first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, it's the Big Lexus surprise. LS 600 HL with the executive seating package. Yeah, I it's would a... like to point out that I suggested music choices for you. Yes, you did. You had some very bad. Yeah, but choices. we had to switch to well, isn't it? <laughs> for the German choices. Um it's $130,000. For yes. a Lexus? Yes. You're kidding. Oh, come it's, on. Lexus is made by Toyota, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's yeah. true. It's supremely opulent inside. Mm-hmm. I really like that car. Like, it's a step below much nicer brand. Like, it's not a Rolls. Yeah. 
but damn, it's nice inside. The, the, even the front seats are really, really comfortable. Like, perfect cushioning and all seats that stuff. The seats are great. The steering wheel is awesome. Mm. And, no, it's just supremely comfortable. With it's the wood, quick, it's nice. too. It's surprisingly quick. Some great wood. Well, Can it's I got 438 horsepower. I, I, I'm not going to say I don't like Lexus. I'm not going to say they're bad cars. Sure. It's not my first choice. Right. No, I agree. Completely. So I haven't been in Lexus in a long time. And then we got, hey, Motorman, you haven't done Lexus in a while. So I, I literally have been on a tear of Lexus recently. Right. And I'm noticing there's some personality in them again. Absolutely. The new GS is fantastic. Yeah. The new GS, GS is great. fantastic. GS350 F Sport is great. I just drove that IS. I'm the getting new that in a couple weeks. Can't I'm wait. getting one of those next week, yeah. I, I was a little bit blown away yeah. by the 350. The IS350. Right. I'm getting the 250, but whatever. Two, it's, well, it's still the F Sport. That's how you roll, it's, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So this yeah. guy, and I actually Orange. even had the LS460 F Sport, which sounds so I had that car, the gray sounds one. Sounds so stupid on paper. Yeah, yeah the dark gray. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, I was I did a massive burnout in that car, and it put a huge smile on my face. And yeah. not a lot of Lexus vehicles in the past. Could and do that. never. Since you've driv- actually driven both, did you actually notice a difference for anyone to spend, like, what, 12 grand more on the 600? No, unfortunately. Exactly. Lots even though it has more power. It's also heavier. And doesn't get as good gas mileage. It's, no, it's actually about the same. Right, exactly. And it's for the hybrid. The, so the standard non-F-Sport LS460 is about $35,000 cheaper than right. that car outside. Are you Which kidding me? And it has less power, but it only – zero to 60 is only like a tenth off, and it gets the same fuel economy. Right. But you don't get the massage seats in the back. You do, do you not still get, get the, the massage seats. It's you one not, massage seat, You don't get the, the TV. Yeah. You don't get the power mm. folding ottoman. You don't mm. get the power side blind. You don't get that little little t- tray table that folds I'd out like of the to, center I don't console. think you get the suede headliner. I'd like to point out that your producer was a little bit forward with me when I first got here, Mr. Clapman over here. Mm-hmm. I barely, I've never met him. I've known the guy by voice only. Right. I barely met him, and he was giving me a massage before we officially were That's introduced. his style. I'm a little that's, concerned. That's how he rolls. He's a pleasing guy. That's he aims. He He's actually certified. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he so, makes his money on the side. So the the... To sum up the LS600H, it's as stupid as it is wonderful. I Blake, really liked it. You're well, still it depends in, on the music you're playing. In your case, my well, friend, actually, it was a Mark Levinson sound system, so yeah. it doesn't matter what you're playing. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, that, I got to say, the Mark Levinson thing is pretty cool. It's awesome, yeah. and this car has more speakers because it has more of everything. See, the problem is though, when, over your head. When yeah. when I drove it, I drove my girlfriend at the time. You um, girlfriend? Well, I did. Shut. Hey, how dare you? Um, <laughs> listen, I'm a very famous online journalist. Lots of women just wanting, <laughs> yeah. wanting this podcast poon right here. But um, oh. anyway, I drove, yes. I chauffeured her around Sunset Boulevard and that thing, and she loved it. And then afterwards, <laughs> um, I sat in the back for a bit and felt the massage seats and everything. They're, they're pretty great. But honestly, you can get a Hyundai Equus with massaging seats in the front, in the front, I think. But no, they're still back. They're still, still back. Oh, they're still in the back, but they're both There's seats a, in the back. So when I, that's the first car I thought of when I picked this car up because right. I did 1,200 miles in a Hyundai Equus. There's a clear difference between I, – I am very happy to see that Hyundai can make that car for $60,000. Yeah. There's a difference with the Lexus. The you know, seats are worlds apart. Yeah. Jeff, ask right. me a question. What was my first episode ever of Moto Man? So what was your first episode ever of Moto Man? Hyundai Equus. <laughs> Excellent. Ooh, it was before go. the car came out about a year. It had Gosh, no badging George, on it's it. like you, knew, you had the answer ready to go like the entire time. <laughs> well, that's because I had a good producer there. A segment producer called me in advance and uh, said, what are we going to talk about? He's better than Zach, isn't he? The no, f- no, no, no. Like this no. Guy. Blake like is not going to be on the next podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be, gonna be <laughs> me, George, and we Zach. We throw you out, you puppet. <laughs> this is my <laughs> channel. I can just edit so it out. So first, are you the Stasi? First ever episode. What was a Hyundai, and I'm like, man, no one's going to watch this thing right. at all. 
Um, if you got that car before it was out, though, and we got it before it was out, then that video we took, took it to off. Bob's Big Boy. Oh, sweet! Nice. And we did. It was all man on the street. Like two. By the way, it's a burnout machine. We didn't. Well, Miles was with us. Oh, Still. you know Miles. Boom. Yeah, but yeah. Miles. Miles likes to throw down. He'd be okay. Miles. With a burn. No, Miles is like I love Miles. You know, see, you should have had Miles. He's a good man, yeah. but Miles is fantastic. No, nah, see, you should have okay. Derek Joyce. I should have. And yeah. you could be doing Derek. donuts. But and you burnout. know, did you know this? And he can tell you about racing Porsches. Miles Johnson, he has a Porsche. He Does, owns a Boxster. The that's man. funny because we Miles, met Joe Kraftcheck. Miles Johnson, John, incredible man. John, Derek got, had a Porsche. Just, so a bunch of people at Hyundai have or have had. No, Derek yeah. still races Porsches. I think John had, no, used to have Derek Porsches. sold his. Oh, do you know that John Kraftcheck's a distance runner? He every I, every, no, Hyundai, every event he always organizes runs. Uh, but he every Hyundai trip, he and I go on runs. Do you know he's a caterer owner? Yes, exactly. Kraftcheck? Yes. Yeah. He you stole know his my other Lotus name line. is actually Bill Bradsky? He stole my Lotus line, that guy. I'm going to charge him for that. You should. He yes, stole your what? He stole my Lotus line. John Kraftcheck used my Lotus line in one of his presentations. That's fantastic. Yes. Uh, Blake. He, he recently got voted CEO of the year or something. He's awesome. Yeah, he did. Because yeah, um, he deserves it. He looks. He does. He needs he's, he's an engineer. He's a car guy. Yeah. Blake, you still, have, you still have your S7, so we're not going to talk about that. You but also I also have... had a Lincoln MKZ. Right. And What? I'm going to no insert this pause here. Yeah, well, it's probably for the best, really. Which 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 one was it? It's a three point seven. Wow, the big one. Yeah, the big block. The big Ladies, block, yeah. how you doing? Some rumble so, there. Yeah, no, actually, it doesn't really rumble. It just kind of groans. It doesn't sound great. The transmission is programmed terribly. The uh, interior is still, you know, the same as Lincoln. It's like not all the way up there. Like all the leather feels like marine grade vinyl. Like you'd <laughs> see it on like a that's off boat or something. Yeah, and um. <clears throat> It looks good. It has those like outdoor speakers that rust and right. stuff. See, that's the <laughs> yeah, thing exactly. with that car. From a distance, it does look good. The yeah. interior, the shaping but, of like, it, who's buying looks it? good. Because you know it's a but, Lincoln. Sorry, no, I knew it was a Lexus. Who's buying it? Who My dead great grandfather. And they have it. Lincoln has the oldest average car buyer in like 60. 60 years old is the average Lincoln car buyer. That means there are people over 60 buying that thing. They could plop that thing down in like rural <laughs> Poland, be like, no, no, I still prefer PSO. I still want <laughs> FSO Polonis. Yeah. You ask Camille, our best friend Camille. And um, they're like, no, honestly, the Lincoln... Can we see the Lada again? The thing <laughs> is, though, like, you know, I kind of, like, there's a part of me that wants Lincoln to stick around because... Absolutely. It Come took, on, 61 it took, absolutely. It took 15 years for Cadillac to become, like, a serious player in the I can't wait market. for the next generation aviator. Wait, I'm sorry. That's not and Really? At, at, really? On the no, you are from Massachusetts. No, I, that's not true at all. That was a Steve Urkel accent car right ever. there. What's wrong with it? Aviator. <laughs> aviator. Fucking aviator. The wicked anyway, aviator. Yeah. Wicked. When are we going to go down to the Star Market in an we're, aviator? We're going to Revere. <laughs> get to, we're going to Revere to Kelly's Roast yeah. Beef. I'm going to hit Stop aviator. and Shop. Uh, anyway, you should so, have seen the traffic in the 90. But honestly, like the... <laughs> no, they don't say yeah. the. They don't say the. They don't oh, say really? the. Come on. 90. Come on. I yeah. made yeah. a mistake earlier. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. 90. It's the pipe. Have you ever noticed you go to Georgia and it's the only state that has an interstate that doesn't go anywhere? It's the Georgia 400. Yeah? Yeah. It sounds like a they race. Call it the Georgia, isn't that kind like, of a metaphor for Georgia in general? They, he, Chris is right. Chris says, isn't that a metaphor for that? Georgia in general? Yeah. It is. Alaska yeah. also has a road that goes nowhere. Really? Yeah, but it's well, Alaska. Well, they, they have no choice. <laughs> they have it's no true. choice. Yeah, that's true. Alaska, there are people that go nowhere. Wow. Yeah, What's wrong with the money? Hating on Alaska. Fuck that's Alaska. a good state. No, I want to visit Alaska someday. It's so cool. I'm going to transition off of your Lincoln because I've Thank never God. driven it. It looks good from the outside, but it sounds like it's a massive piece it doesn't of shit. But I, want, well I still want to make a point about the Lincoln. Please go ahead. From, I, am, I love design. And one of the big things we do on the show is going into design studios. So I love design. Right. 
and from a from a distance, the the, the shape is really interesting. It's so As, much different than the fusion, which it is. it's based on, which is fantastic. But it's not different enough. It needs to be more different. Then the interior, the shaping of the interior, the shaping is neat. But when you touch things, Ugh. no, not it's good. not. It's not good. Nothing feels the solid. The touch points are horrible. The push button transmission is horrible. great, and that needs to make a comeback. But at the same time, like you can't differentiate anything. It has a push button. That. It has a push yeah, button. That's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. It's cool, but yeah. like the like engine start stop. The engine start stop button looks like yeah. every other button on the dashboard. So you oh. have to hunt for it. And then you know, I still find my hand going to the shifter. But you know, that's natural. But then like none of the buttons are differentiated from each other, and it's also my my Lincoln touch, my Ford touch, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> it's you know, you, it's still a pain in the ass to use. Yeah, it's nice. gotten better, but still. So let's move on because fuck that car. Yes, um, I had to, I only have one old car to talk about, and we've been talking about it for a while. It's mm. the Benz Project car. Yeah, uh, if you don't, if, you have a Benz Project. Yeah, car? George. So we bought an '84 Mercedes 300 TD. Are you serious? Diesel wagon, awesome car. Uh, and we're we're working on it, and the plan, which is kind of why I want to go to the Mopar night, so I can talk to Ralph about. That. <laughs> uh, no, the plan is to put a Hemi in it. In a Mercedes wagon? That's the best you know Daimler Chrysler right there. God bless you, man. You may Thank be you. from Massachusetts, but I still love you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we're thinking 5.7 because those nice. are cheap. Yeah. And they're everywhere Like because a bunch of people wreck Dakotas all the are time. Are you going to do like oh. a manual on the thing? No, we're going to keep it just like a five-speed. Well, we're gonna, it's a four-speed, so we're going to convert it to a five-speed or whatever yeah. came with the five-speed. Do a manual. Then you can be the auto, ultimate auto journalist driving a manual no, wagon. Brown. Manual, manual drive with, with a pistol whip shifter and a Mercedes. The problem is forever. what you're so describing. So you're really bringing Daimler and back together. Yeah. That's exactly it. I even say that yeah. in the video that runs tomorrow. Which You're going to call it the Dr. Z special. podcast ran last week. Yeah. Um, Yes, we're reuniting Daimler Chrysler. Exactly. Uh, but the problem is we're having a really hard time finding someone who can do this. It's not easy. I know a guy. So everybody else, every, every fabricator I talked to was like, you sure you don't want to do an LS? We're like, yes, everybody's done LS. I've even thought about changing gears and just going to banks and be like, put the dumbest, biggest fucking turbo you can put on this. And I want to blow black smoke up and down PCH and make 800 pound feet of torque. Which actually isn't that bad of an idea um, because we would have to change way less on the car. I've already got somebody who wants to give me wheels. I've got someone who wants to give me tires. I've got someone who wants to give me exhaust. I but don't want to jump on any of that. Motor. I, I was already expecting to pay for the motor, which is fine. I just need someone to put it in. Ugh, Jeff, God forbid you have to pay for something. That didn't come across very well. I think no. I need someone that. to ram it home and make sure it <laughs> fits. Ram it and hard. Make sure it works in and out. Yeah, this podcast has degenerated long, long ago. Right. Um, it's a nice long. I know block. a guy actually. Yeah, I know a guy. So maybe we'll have to talk offline. Yeah, about I think that. we'll talk offline on that. Um, and if anybody's listening and they're interested and they're in Southern California about this project, email me, call me, smoke signals, please. Right Are now, you going like, to put money block. in this thing and paint it? Look Jeff good. is very like, desperate. Well, do? not like the paint would be like a 10-foot paint job. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a sweet-looking car as it sits. Yeah, it needs some love oh, paint-wise. Oh, I always like those. One side of it What year is it? 80? 84. Oh, so it's the old one. Oh, W123. Yeah, nice Old one. as fuck. Yes. Three-row is the rear face. language, young man. Yeah, yeah man. seriously. So it has the th- rear-facing seats. Yeah. It's a, just a sweet Is it in that, like, taupe color that they sold so many? No, it's silver. It's silver, okay. And it's got 14-inch wheels. Yeah. But we're, we're already, I already have a plan for these classic-looking 17s that are actually really That look cool. like the that 14s? Sounds awesome. No, they look like old BBS basket weaves. Oh, nice. Yeah, but 17's too big still for BBS 17 basket isn't weaves. too big. No, 16s are probably the biggest. And we're probably, we might be getting some tires from Michelin. Um, 
So, I mean, we Magnaflow is interested. You know, I in love your idea. The only thing I want I you to think about is I really want you to rethink <laughs> that transmission. What's that? I love your idea. I love the concept. I love the craziness of this. You really please please change your thought on transmission. The easiest thing in the world to do, and it would just get rid of all my headaches. LS three six speed Tremec gearbox. That's you just yeah. But I'm with you. I'm with you on the Hemi. Don't change the Hemi idea. I want you to be your unusual Glucker. Because that would be awesome. Daimler Chrysler reunited. Absolutely. And you know what? Put a Daimler Chrysler badge on the back. Or, you know, just call it DCX. That's the name of the car. That was the stock symbol, DCX. Do That's that. pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to charge you 10 cents for the, the rights. Every view. Royalties. Yeah. yeah. Every time <laughs> someone every sees view. that car. Every, yeah. Every time. I'll owe you like, I'll owe you like every page 35 view. cents. So we're <laughs> yeah. good. We're good. But we'll call it DCX. But please do me a so favor. So someone's going to half look shifter. at your car with like one That's eye a, or something? A pistol grip shifter is a really, really, really good idea. It's, of course it's a damn good Shit. idea. It's a really good idea. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Oh, man. Apparently. <laughs> well, okay, so let's talk to your guy then. Let's talk, we'll talk to my guy. Yeah. So Mean on Gene. that note, we're going to end this podcast so we can go talk to his guy. Talk to my right guy. Right now. Who's so, actually right here in the studio audience right yeah, here? I wish. Uh, he'd be nodding along just in disgust at the idea oh, of this project. Yeah. I told, I told guy, the people actually? at the Mercedes Classic Center about this, and the guy oh, goes, he was not happy. No. <laughs> he's a really nice guy. No, he's a really a funny guy. Yeah. He's like, he's like it's yeah. the worst idea I've ever Hey, heard. you know you know that car you guys really like? How about we do that and do everything exactly the opposite of what you did yeah, with it? Yeah, what your yeah, job is. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah. Well, uh, you should have talked to him in a comedy German accent. On that anti-Judah note, we're going to... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That. You went there. So, we're drinking Polliner. It's cool. And I'm talking about a Benz. Yeah. Um... You're a so, Benz guy. I, I am a yeah, massive Benz guy. You're a Benz boy. guy. But I, I think you know what I want? I just want to say something. Oh, well, can I say please, something? Keep, this oh, is our oh, longest one ever. This okay. is fantastic. Good, good. good. <laughs> that is an honor for me. Chris Thank is you. bummed. He has so much to edit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. But he's got two fancy screens over there. That guy's got three. Nice Counting screens. the laptop. No, you can see Christopher walking his spirit animal. You know what I want? This is what I want. And I made the suggestion to you already. I want a 450 SCL 6.9 in brown. Nice. Or I want a 300 SEL 6.3 in black. So you want the Ronin car? Yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty but much. But I want the 6.3 or the 6.9 with, with a fucked up hydraulic system. Yeah. What are you going to do? My but car like, is self-loving. That's the one suspension. I want. Right. We're going to rip that out anyway. And then, so. and I, need, I need like a proper audio system that's got I mean, a modern be, audio No, it has to be Blaupunk so you can Blau. listen to your music to Stuttgart and <laughs> dance all the way to the club. Careful, man. It's What did I suggest you? I said we need to have a little Marlena Dietrich listening to your music on your car. Right. Of course. Well, you can also, but, I'm, but I'm 32, so. But you can also listen to Kraftwerk. You can listen to Trans Europe Express. By the way, there was a Kraftwerk button in my hotel in Germany because apparently oh, that goes. Oh, to of course. oh we forgot to talk goes about to the, the S Class launch. Oh, uh, we have time for that? Yeah, no. Go for it. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the S Class. Go for it. Okay, okay. I gotta set the <laughs> stage here. Okay, let's set the stage. I am from New York. Um, I am not gay, but I've been to Broadway, obviously. <laughs> okay, uh, I've been. I've watched. I'm a major Batman and Iron Man fan, so I've watched every like superhero going. Okay. Nothing holds a candle to the launch. Mercedes did for the S class. May I curse in this podcast? Very, well, I think you have already. Uh, once. I think. Uh, More now. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Okay, so we're going to start from the beginning. Yeah, so tell us all so the fuck about we, it. We've, yeah, well, fuck you, you fucking <laughs> there fuck. You go. Here we go. So they had this launch. They, they fly you over there and they say, okay, we're going to get you to the S class, but first you have to drive the, the Sprinter van. Who knew? 
Okay, so I drove a Sprinter van. Was it the new four-cylinder? The new, yeah, it's actually okay. a damn good engine. That's what I hear. Damn good engine. Um, then they then they fly us over to ha- uh, Hamburg, which is the final assembly pl- point for the Airbus A320. Super north Germany, right? It's very north Germany. Yeah, we're talking almost uh, Denmark. Right. Okay. Right. And then they say, okay, we're going to do the launch at the Airbus factory. So I'm like, I am a huge aviation geek. So right. I'm all over this like a cheap suit. So we go there and they give us, they pull you up to this nondescript building. And then they say you can go on a tour of the factory. So I go on the tour. It's A320s. I got some, I got some great footage of the, uh, the A380s being put together. That's not the final assembly point, by the way. Okay. I mean, think about the logic of this. The entire Airbus is, is literally in business to employ Europeans. Wow. So they literally fly wings around Europe so multiple people in different countries That's have jobs. crazy. Crazy. So we get past the tour, and yeah. I'm all excited about seeing this S-Class, okay? I, I, I'm a Benz guy like you. I'm a British car guy too, but sure. that's beside the point. So they walk into this nondescript building, and you see like a cafe with a car under a silk. I'm like, okay, I guess Dieter's going to come out and just pull the silk off, right? No. They say you got to go in there. You walk over a bridge, and then they have those displays set up, you know, parts of the car you can see, and they, they demonstrate like, the, like the, yeah. the smell thing right. and the lights. And they say, no, you got to go over there. Jesus. And over there is, I swear to you, Jeff, it looks like Carnegie Hall. <laughs> it's, it looks like an opera. And you sit down, 500 people they flew in for this thing. Jesus Christ. You sit there, Hamburg Philharmonic, oh down at the front. The, oh, stunning. And I love classical music. And then this stunning, beautiful blonde German woman comes out, and you, you know, you'd swear you're rolling into a Bond film at this point because she starts sure. here with a meine Damen und Herren kind of thing. And I'd like to think that I speak German, so I didn't wear the headphone thing. So I'm listening to her, and I could have sworn she said, the car is not here. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? The car flew all the way here. <laughs> right. The car's not here. And then they show on this huge screen, cars in Stuttgart. We're in, we're in Hamburg. That's like saying the car's oh, in L.A. and totally we're in San Francisco. putting you on A380s. They put it on a fucking plane. And they said, we're going to tell you about the car, and in the time it's in the air, we're going to fly it here, and we're going to give you the whole pitch on the car. Jesus So you Christ. see the car driving into a DHL plane. It takes off. Live. Live. <laughs> takes off. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, what kind of money they put into this thing? That's insane. So... They put the, so I, all I'm on is there's a plane in the air right. with four Mercedes 2014 S classes in the air, and we're sitting there. And you get the engineer; he comes in and tells you about this. You get this product guy comes in and tells you about the smell thing. You got this guy tells you about a subwoofer in the firewall of the car. Jesus, the firewall. Now, did he talk to you? Did he talk to you about the perfume thing in the? Yeah, the oh no, we box. got that long ago. Okay. That was the first thing they brought up, which is pretty cool, by the way. Yeah. Um, so. Then they get into whole lighting, and then, boom, this woman, this hot blonde comes out. She goes, okay, the car is here, so we're going to show you the car. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, how are they going to do this? Because we're, we're in Carnegie Hall, effectively. We're not. How are they going to bring the car in? Because all I see is the Hamburg Philharmonic. Well, lights go down. The music goes loud. You see the B-roll of the car driving on the beautiful Spanish country roads. And then, boom, completely dark. Music gets louder, and then all of a sudden, the fucking wall opens <laughs> like Moses parted the Red Seas. You're not in Carnegie Hall. You're in an airplane hangar. Oh, my and God. And out front is a tarmac, and in front of the tarmac is an Airbus A380. But wait, there's more. 
It drives off the Airbus. There's an SLS. Oh, we're not even close, buddy. Okay. There's an <laughs> SLS GT sitting there. Who's standing next to the SLS GT? Jesus. Nico. The Stig. Oh, my God. Swear to God. Standing next to the SLS GT. And I'm sitting there shitting my pants what's going <laughs> on here. And all of a sudden, the Stig gets in the SLS GT. He starts drifting in front of us. I'm thinking, okay, that's nice. Then all of a sudden... Oh, from under the A380 comes every single Mercedes Mercedes makes, all in white. Oh I'm not making this up. Wow. All, look at my episode. I've got it in my episode. I see this. All in white. They come driving towards the Stig. And the Stig drifts the fucking car in front of all the white Mercedes Benz. I am literally like, Santa Maria Madre de Dios. <laughs> Jesus. And then... The, what, the yellow plane is right there. The back opens, oh and what comes God. out? Four Mercedes-Benz S-Class. And they start driving towards the Airbus A380 in Airbus livery, by the way. And then fireworks go off as the cars get closer to the Airbus. They drive wow. underneath the Airbus, and at this point, the Stig is off. The cars are lined up, and then the S-Classes start driving in the middle of the white Mercedes. Get to the stage. Okay, mind you, I am sweating at this point. <laughs> get to the stage. Dieter Zietje himself comes up, oh. says, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the 2014 S-Class. And I am like, I need a cigarette. I would, I, 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 wait, I would never applaud at an event. I would be on my feet. But wait, there's more. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dieter Zietje says, there's someone in the car. Opens the door, out pops Alicia Keys. <laughs> Oh, I heard about that part, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, right. when I go back to my room, there's going to be blonde in the room for me. Uh, yeah. yeah. If it was the old days, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, if this was also true. So was like, she, like, on the plane from... She was... Well, I don't know if she was on the plane, but she was in the damn car. She came out, she did three songs. Fucking... Can you believe this? Like, like... Dude, Iron so Man, many millions of dollars. Tony Stark, not even Please like close. our car. Please, please like our car. Please help us sell it. They're not going to have a problem though. That's the thing. It's the oh, S class. Can I just tell you the That's interior crazy. of this? The interior of this car. Yeah, it looks not sick. even a joke. You, I mean, we joked around about the Lincoln. Right. You've never seen anything like it. Uh, I, we've gotten Mulzans on the show. We've gotten ghosts on the show. We've gotten Lamborghinis on the show. Nothing compared. Not even close. I would be surprised if they got her to work in like. Like we're like this Benz is on fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. won't you buy me a Mercedes? Um, I, I've sung too much for you, Jeff. I've seen some cool shit. Oh, nothing. Not like, like nothing like that. Nothing. Like I had the guy from uh, uh, Sticks do an acoustic set at a hotel in yeah. Vegas. That was oh cool. the Hyundai yeah. thing. You were there. Yeah, yeah that was okay. cool. No, but Hyundai like, likes the that's, thing. That's I mean, no. that's like one of, my, one of my first press trips was with Hyundai with uh, Don Felder from the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about everything. You That's had. crazy, though. You had the hot blonde German. Right. You had the Hamburg Philharmonic. <laughs> you had drifting. You had the Stig. You had airplanes. You had every Benz. You had every Benz. You had the CEO. And then you had Alicia Keys. And hundreds of people. And I am from New York. She is from New York. You so I tried to slip in my car and say, sweetie, give me a call later. I'm yeah. staying at the Four Seasons. And she's like, I got to go back to she's Fabulous. She's like, fuck you, buddy. She got married to Fabulous. So. Yeah. Oh, she's married? Yeah, to Fabulous. She broke my heart. I'm not, oh. I'm not saying to that fabulous? wrong either. It's F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. It's Fabulous. Fabulous. Um, Maybe they'll get an S-Class out of the deal. Uh, yeah. She's definitely getting an S-Class out of the deal. <laughs> but that's fucking mind-blowing. And honestly, I know I've tried to end the show three times, and I'm glad I didn't <laughs> because these are all great stories. Yeah. But that's it. That's like that's curtains, folks. Oh, you can't do better than this that. Is 
Episode 18, there it is. Yeah. George, thank you so much for being on. Pleasure. Thank you for George. having me. Blake, as always, it's a pleasure doing Blake, this thing pleasure. with you. Thanks, definitely. And uh, we thank will you. see you guys uh, next week for 19. Adios. 19.